morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's Highway Community Podcast. 21 years ago, this past Easter, a group of 80 adults and 30 kids from the First Baptist Church of Los Altos began meeting right across the street from Stanford University at the Haymarket Theater at Palo Alto High School as the Highway Community. And Highway was founded on four core values. Truth, that in a world of relative and individual truth, we believe in and are rooted in the truth of God's holy and inspired word. Authenticity, that as followers of Jesus, we recognize that we are ordinary, imperfect people and that it's okay to come as we are with our brokenness, our struggles, and our questions as we engage in the journey of following Jesus. Community. Following Jesus is a shared journey, and it's through walking together with others, through knowing and loving and serving others, and being known and loved and served ourselves, that we experience the most beautiful and poignant expressions of faith. And then our fourth core value is hope. Our identity as beloved children of God, God's presence with us through his Holy Spirit, and the future coming of his kingdom, when he will redeem and restore all things, give us hope as we live in a broken world where so many things are not the way that they are supposed to be. Well, as the story of our community has unfolded through the years, those core values have guided us through many interesting chapters that have been filled with lots of twists and turns. After the church was established and somewhat stabilized, as we sought to try to make the presence of God's kingdom visible in our community, In August of 2005, God provided the opportunity for us to purchase the Red Rock Coffee Company, an independent coffee shop in downtown Mountain View, where we could be present in our neighborhood seven days a week and share our love for relationship building, culture, music, and art with our neighbors. And then, just as we were completing that purchase— we were approached by the pastor of Community Bible Church in Mountain View to consider merging the great facilities on Miramonte Avenue with the vision and values of the highway community. And as we considered this new opportunity that God had brought before us, at the same time, we had a very definite sense that we were not yet finished with the ministry at Palo Alto High School. And so beginning in January of 2006, Community Bible Church was restarted as a second highway campus. The highway was now one church with one board, one budget, and two campuses. Now, fast forward 10 years to the fall of 2015. God again presented us with the opportunity to merge with a local church. This time, the Palo Alto Church of Christ on Middlefield Road. And so, after 15 years of meeting at Palo Alto High School, our Palo Alto campus relocated to a permanent location and became the Highway Palo Alto Community in Christ as those two congregations came together. And then, at the same time that that transition was happening, 
We also sent a team of about 120 adults and kids from our Palo Alto community, including four members of our staff who who all lived in and around San Jose, to launch a third highway site that would meet on the campus of Crossroads Bible Church near San Jose City College. And Highway became one church with one board, one budget, and three campuses, with an emphasis on local ministry in each of those three unique locations. Well, three years later, in 2018, we made the difficult and painful decision to close the San Jose campus after it struggled to grow in a way that enabled it to sustain itself. And as we restructured back to two campuses, there was a tremendous amount of staff transition as well that most acutely affected our Palo Alto community, where there was a 100% staff turnover within the following months. Later that year, our staff team began a -a two-and-a-half-year missional leadership training cohort with Rewire, which was just completed this past spring, which, among many other things— has inspired us to reshape our formation process to more fully embrace our calling to live as missionaries in our neighborhoods, schools, workplaces, and among the least of these, and to personally lean in as a staff to ministries that serve our community, like the Safe Parking Initiative at the Palo Alto campus, the ministry to our neighbors who live in vehicles in Mountain View through Reach Potential Movement, and the Ministry of Distributing Food to our Homeless and Underhoused Community through Hope's Corner. In 2019, we fully staffed our Palo Alto campus for growth, as James Puleo and Jake Dodson joined Isabel Damien, David Haley, and Dean Smith on the Palo Alto site team. And then, in early 2020, David transitioned into the role of site pastor— as Dean moved into a broader leadership and staff mentoring role. And then there was COVID. On March 8th, after consulting with some experts from our own church community, we canceled our services in accordance with the recommendation by our county public health officials. On March 15th, one week later, we began meeting online as one digital campus via Facebook Live. On April 20th, we celebrated Easter Sunday, which also just happened to be our 20th anniversary as a church online. In May, as business struggled and financial losses mounted, we made the difficult decision to separate from the ownership of Red Rock, which would ultimately result in its sale to a new owner. In August, we released our Castro Street offices, when the building lease came up for renewal. And then, as you've probably been aware from communication over the last several months, we've been navigating a significant shortfall in giving as well. Now, I wanted to share all of that this morning because I think it helps us to see how God has been moving us and leading us, not just over these past few months, but really over the past several years. It's hard not to hear in that timeline the progression, really, toward a generation of ministry as we have known it at Highway coming to an end, 
and God preparing us for and inviting us into something new. And COVID and our financial situation have only served to punctuate that. And so while I have always looked at Highway's history from the framework of chapters in a story, there's a sense in which this present moment in which we find ourselves is different. Right? That, that this is not just another chapter in our story, but instead, if we carry the book metaphor further, this is more like a new volume. It's more like we are completing volume one of the highway story, which has been amazing and incredibly fruitful. And we are beginning volume two of our story. This past week, you received a letter about some significant transitions that are happening in our church community. We believe that God is, is leading us to invest more of our resources outward to share in his redemptive work in our local communities as we continue to pursue loving God together with all of our hearts and all of our souls and all of our minds. And as a result of that leading, and given our current financial constraints, in order to maintain a ministry that fully serves and cares for everyone in our church community as best as possible, we will be consolidating our two weekly worship sites into one, centralized at our Mountain View campus. And then, in order to share in God's redemptive work among our neighbors, our Palo Alto campus will be repurposed with a new focus on missional work and community presence. Now, what that will actually look like remains to be seen. It could look like space for tutoring students who are struggling through the education gap that's been exacerbated even further by COVID. Or it could look like space to incubate nonprofits or space to further serve the homeless and, and underhoused beyond the safe parking program, or something else entirely that, that emerges organically from our church community. But, but that will be a part of the adventure and something that we get to figure out together as we begin writing a new volume of what it means to be present in and for our local community. But unfortunately, this new direction and our financial constraints also impacts our staff as well. As we consolidate to one campus for worship, we have made the difficult decision to let James Puleo and Isabel Damien go from their staff positions. James and Isabel have served our Palo Alto campus and the broader highway community with faithfulness, care, and enthusiasm all throughout their tenure, and their presence on our staff team will be missed. We have made every effort to provide for them as generously as we can in this transition, and we'll be planning opportunities to express our gratitude and to surround them with prayer and support as a community, and we'll be sharing about those opportunities soon. David Haley and Jake Dodson will both be remaining on our staff team. David will serve as executive pastor, and Jake 
has accepted a new role focused on leading the outreach efforts and the repurposing of our Palo Alto campus. And then, in addition to all of that, after completing his four-month sabbatical, Dean Smith has decided to step away from his role as senior pastor after 21 years of ministry with the highway community. Dean and I have worked together for nearly 30 years, and his impact on this community, on me, and on everyone who he has pastored over the years is both an incredible and enduring legacy. We're looking forward to both thanking and celebrating Dean and Diane and all that they have given of themselves to shape volume one of the highway community. Uh, And we're looking forward to doing that at a time when it will be easier for everyone to gather. So stay tuned. The name of our church comes from the book of Isaiah. And not only did Isaiah's prophecy envision God's judgment of the Israelites for their disobedience and their eventual captivity in Babylon, but it also offers a powerful vision of the hope of God's deliverance as well. And that's exactly what we see in Isaiah chapter 35. It says, The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon, they will see the glory of our Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, he will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there and those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. And so, in the midst of the despair and hopelessness of exile, Isaiah gives the Israelites this really profound picture of hope. A picture of God coming and transforming everything. A picture of God coming and making everything new. 
Water is gushing forth in the desert. The wilderness is bursting into bloom. The blind see, the deaf hear, the mute are shouting, the lame are leaping like deer. And then verse 8 says that a highway will be there called the way of holiness. And so there is a road out of the desolation, a road of hope and gladness and joy, a road away from the sorrow and sighing. In Isaiah chapter 35, importantly reminds us that as we journey along the road of faith, we can trust that through all of the various twists and turns, in the midst of change and loss and uncertainty, and all of the things that we don't know and, and don't understand and can't see, that God is a God who transforms sorrow and disappointment into something beautiful. And we trust as we make this volume change together, that he is about that very work right now in this moment. And so as we move through all of this change together as a community, uh, with both mourning and expectancy, I think it would be good for us to spend some time now praying together. And David Haley is now going to lead us in that. A few moments ago, John took us through Isaiah 35, which starts with this in verse 1. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Look, and in that verse, there's both a statement of a present reality and also of a future hope. You know, there will be gladness. There will be rejoicing. There will be blossoming. But in that moment for the Israelites, it was a whole lot of desert and parched land and wilderness. And what Isaiah was leading the Israelites to do was to name what's real, to name the reality that they were experiencing and to hold right next to it the hope that they have because of who God is. Look, look, to hold what's real, what's really being experienced, to name it and, and to hold next to it the hope that's found in God's character and God's faithfulness. Look, this is something that we hear echoed so often throughout the scriptures, you know, from the Psalms through the teachings of Jesus. who said, you know, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world to name reality, but to hold it with hope. To allow those things to coexist can be, can be such a hard thing to do. And so we want to make space for both of those this morning through prayer. To live into the reality for a moment that the desert and the parched land will be glad, that the wilderness will rejoice and blossom. And we want to start with naming reality like at its core, the practice of lament is to name reality before God. And all these transitions we've just talked about, they represent so much change. And all those change represent a lot of loss. And they may impact us differently. You know, some of us may feel them more acutely than others. Like, but that's part of being a community. And that's actually one of the beautiful things about entering into spaces of lament together. 
We may experience this moment differently, but when we come together and name reality before God, it helps connect us to each other too. Like it reminds us that we're not alone in it. And so if you're joining us on the podcast today and not able to make it into uh, our live stream or one of our in-person gatherings, just know that your church community is in this space with you. Uh, that we're lifting each other up in prayer too. So what reality do you need to name before God today? When we consider all these transitions and all the changes that it represents, what reality do you need to name before God today? Like, are you just tired of change? (laughs) Are you frustrated that this happened? Or that it happened this way? Are you feeling the loss of a coworker or a ministry leader or a pastor? Are you experiencing the loss of worshiping every week in a place where you have memories of where you have history? Or even anticipating people moving on from highway because of these changes? Look, I'll, I'll share for me the, the reality that I need to name this morning is the loss of the thing that never really got the chance to be. You know, the Palo Alto community has been through so many changes. And after a long hiring process and and hiring some great people, I felt like there was finally some traction forming. And then COVID hit. And and it just never got the chance to happen in the way it could have. What reality do you need to name before God today? In just a moment, I'm going to open up Uh, some space to pray, uh, to lament, to name reality before God. And after that time, there'll be just a little bit of silence and some music for you to have that space. After a couple minutes, I'll move us forward. Uh, But but let's step into this moment together uh, to name the reality that we are experiencing right now before God. Would you pray with me? God, I pray that you would help us pray what's real and pray what's honest. Lift up whatever is on our heart to you this morning, knowing that you can take it, knowing that you can bear it. God, for my friends that are listening to uh, this podcast right now who are experiencing uh, just a lot of loss, and grief around that. God, I pray that you uh, would remind them of your love for them and and that they can tell you honestly how they're doing. And and God, for uh, the folks that might be listening to this podcast and maybe don't feel these shifts more acutely, God, would you open our hearts and our minds to your spirit? Would you help us intercede? Would you help us lift up uh, our community, our friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ well to you in this moment right now? Would you help us name reality for them and bring that before you? We give you this time.
And now I want to lead us into a time of praying with hope, with expectation, and to hold that with all of the realities that we just named, and to lift up the new things that God is doing among us, for God's kingdom to come in the cities that we serve, for our congregations uh, as we come together, and for the new work at the Palo Alto site, and for our staff as we work together in new ways. I'll open us again. And then let's pray together with hope and with expectation for what God is going to do. Would you pray with me? God, would you meet us this morning? Would you lead us into praying with hope? Would you remind us of who you are even in this moment right now? as we lift all of these things that are new up to you. Would you guide this time? God, we lift up this new season to you. God, as we turn from volume one to volume two of Highways Ministry, God, would you help us stop? God, remember and look back and celebrate all the amazing things that you have done in and through this community for the last 20 years. Would you help us stop and look back and remember and celebrate all of the people who've played such key and integral parts into forming and shaping and leading this church. God, as we look back with uh, fondness on all the things that you've done in and through our community, God, would, you, would that fill us uh, with just a, a really rooted hope in the future? Like you are constant. You are good in, in the midst of change and in the midst of the loss that those changes represent. You stay the same. Would you help us hold all of those realities together this morning? Okay, we thank you that you are a God that we can name the reality that we are experiencing in front of. the good and the bad and the hard of it. And because of your faithful covenant love, you bear with us and you bear it for us. In this season, God is, um, if, if there are moments that are hard, 
God, would we turn to you? God, would you help us? Would you give us the grace to have our first instinct be to turn to you? To walk with you. And to know that you are walking with us through this. God, we lift up all these new things. The new adventures. The new ways to gather. The new teams that are forming. God, would your kingdom come in and through them? It's moments like this when we recognize that this is your church and not ours. Would you continue to form us into the church that you've called us to be? We love you. We pray these things in and for your name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you'd like to connect with someone on our staff or someone on our Shepherds team, uh, the easiest way to do that if you don't have a direct email address is to head to our website, highway.org. And on the top right-hand corner, there's a tab that says Get Connected. If you've got a question about anything that we've shared this morning, or if you'd like to connect further, I'd love for you to go there and just drop us a quick note, and one of us will follow up with you shortly. We'll see you soon.